0: In the morning, when you need the news that matters most,
1: they can kiss my f-ing ass right downtown and print it.
0: You need the front page.
1: All these mother f-ing
0: editorials on the press box. They're really, really behind you around here. My f-ing ass. With Granny and Bischoff. Rip them
1: mother, f-ers. rip them touching suckers like the f-ing players.
2: I think that's the first time Kira heard that <laughs> rejoin. It's like, what
3: is this about? And who is that lunatic? <laughs> that's actually Ed uh, yes. coaching up his eight-year-old softball Whacking team a few that years thing ago. around. ago. Um, the Nets beat the Pacers 129-121 in Kyrie Irving's return. He played 31 minutes, so full workload and scored 22 points on 9-17 shooting. Kevin Durant led the way with 39, but... The better story in this one is that Lance Stevenson set the NBA record for first quarter points scored by someone coming off the bench. He checked into the game with less than seven minutes to go and scored 20 in the first quarter alone, going eight of nine from the field.
2: I'm glad I only watched the first quarter of this game (laughs) and I turned off and I had to check my score like two hours later to see who won the game. He was amazing. And it wasn't just threes like four. Uh, four, 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 five, and threes. He got to the rim. He hit a mid-range. I mean, he, it was ridiculous. He did these Euro steps through these guys, and it was like, man. So And he's on a 10-day, I think.
3: Yeah, he's on a 10-day contract. He was just on a 10-day with the with Hawks, Atlanta, I believe. With Atlanta. So he's on a 10-day with the Pacers. What's What's funny about Lance Stevenson? First off, he's only 31 years old. but he's played for like 11 teams. What's funny about Stevenson is he was on those Pacer teams that, almost beat LeBron in the heat a couple of times. And he's the one that blew in LeBron's ear and all that. And since then, Lance Stevenson, he was was like an important player on that team defensively or whatever. Since then, he's kind of been just bouncing around as a journeyman. But it's like when he plays for the Pacers, (laughs) he's really good. When he plays for anybody else, you're like, eh, that guy should probably be in the G League. And last night, I think that was his first, his first, because I think he played for the Pacers in a road game. I think it was his first home game. For the Pacers this year, since signing the ten-day with him, fans loved him. He got a standing ovation oh, when he, know. Che- when he checked it. in yeah. the game yeah. before he scored twenty. Yeah, he got a standing ovation when he checked into the game, which is just funny because it's it's not like this is some great of the organization. It's just Lance Stevens. I love this guy. I at the end of it.
2: the cor- at the end of the quarter, man, he was throwing his arms up into the crowd <laughs> and get up and get up I and mean, he was going nuts like they just won the NBA title. But good for him. Like I said, we were watching it at the house. I only watched first quarter, but. He just kept scoring. He just kept hitting threes. I'm like,
3: man, this guy's going off. <laughs> and he's only on a 10-day contract. Well, for now. <laughs> he, keep they, that, him, be, he keeps they doing should that. He's going to be more than that. Exactly. The Pacers should have signed him after the first <laughs> yes, quarter last exactly. night. Because they're like, Pacers are bottom five, I think. Yeah, they've in lost terms like of, five in a row. They're they, not very good. Yeah, the, I think they're going to get right now. They'd, they'd be picking sixth right now. They're a half game behind Oklahoma City. It's not ideal. My God, Orlando is 7-32. and 32. God, there's some bad basketball teams.
1: Man, you know, that's a great question.
3: Novak Djokovic is not going to play in the Australian Open. He was told to leave Australia. Uh, So, kind of confusing set of events here. But Novak Djokovic, um, he arrived in Melbourne on Wednesday. And he had gotten approval from the Australian Open to play He got an exemption from their vaccination rules, right? The Australian Open, for whatever reason, said, okay, we'll let you play even though you don't meet our vaccination rules. That was just the tournament. The country itself, though, has not approved Novak Djokovic to come into the country. (laughs) So there was apparently some issue with his visa. He applied for some medical exemption, but we still have no idea what medical exemption he's claiming to have. And the country of Australia basically held him at the airport and said, yeah. you're not coming into our country. Right. And then yesterday decided you're not allowed into our country. Right. You need to leave. So the tournament basically said, yeah, we'll let Novak Djokovic play. But the country came in and said, this guy's not entering our country. And now he's, I don't, has he left? I haven't actually seen if he left yet or not, but well, he was lawyers, told to leave. His
2: lawyers were uh, threatening the decision or challenging the decision. I don't want well, you to challenge they Are you to the country? Yeah, if, like, you, if they tell you to leave, you leave. And obviously, as I said here, his team, you know, they didn't do their homework on this because they didn't request the medical exemptions on the visa that he's unvaccinated. So while the Australian Open can say you can play, the country has a lot more to say about it. If the country doesn't want you in, you're not coming in. I love that the lawyer said we're going to challenge it. To who?
1: (laughs) The guy at the airport? Listen,
3: you've had him here for eight hours. We are now challenging you. Like what? (laughs) The Australian Open starts in 11 days. So even if they, even in their best case scenario, I highly doubt they're able to challenge this and Novak Djokovic get into the country. No.
2: especially if he's play. left.
3: Right. Um, I would very much enjoy him trying to come back in under a disguise, <laughs> and being like, uh, "We've granted a wild card to this random guy this from mustache Serbia and a and a, and a, uh, a wig." This, this like, <laughs> that, that guy's pretty good. He <laughs> are, he's, he
2: got out of the first round.
3: I'm out. Okay. This is one of my favorite things that's ever happened in the NBA. It happens every now and then. Tony Snell is most famous for it. But Danny Green played 24 minutes last night, did not record a point, a rebound, an assist, a block, or a steal. 24 minutes, nothing in the score sheet. I love when that happens. It happens like a few times every other year or so. 24 minutes, no stats recorded. In that time, almost impossible. It's got, oh, 24 minutes? In 24 yes. minutes. Yes. In 24
2: minutes. If he plays, you know, five or six or, I don't know, even eight or nine, I mean, you know, if they're not getting you the ball or, which I thought the last night, by the way, you talked about Kyrie. And, like, the first 10 t- trips down the floor, I said, are they going to let this guy touch the ball? <laughs> like, they went away from that guy every time. And then finally he had a few shots. Like, all right, we'll give him the ball. But uh, 24 minutes, almost impossible in basketball. Oh. If you're an NBA player, not to do something that gets on a stat sheet. Great.
3: It's great. It's one of the best stat lines, by the way, last night, fun night in the NBA, by the way, like Kyrie returns, Lance Stevenson goes crazy. The Mavericks beat the Warriors and retire Dirk's number uh, number and like just a fun night. And Danny Green does this fun night in the NBA, which by the way, one thing on the Mavericks there, they do Dirk's uh, Jersey retirement. First off, they scheduled it when they play the Warriors, the best team in the league, and they scheduled it for after the game. Like you lose that game by 20 points. People are gone. Yeah. People are gone mid, midway through the fourth. Right. But, they won, the but they won the game. They won the game. They won the game because Curry, that's two games yeah. in a row. Curry can't shoot. Yeah. What happened? He's a bum. He broke the record. He and broke now the he record. Just,
2: He'll never hit another. Yeah, he's
3: just like, no, thanks. I'm done shooting. For he's waiting one. for uh, Clay to come. That's crafty wording right there. I give you <laughs> credit. The Mountain West <laughs> had the best bowl record in 2021, 2022. They went five and one. Nevada was the only team to lose from the Mountain West, and they played without their coach and quarterback. So I think we can even give them a little bit of a pass because the Mountain West, the Superior Conference.
2: Look at this: <laughs> SEC six and eight, unbelievable. They stink. What a bunch of about the Pac twelve zero and five. <laughs> they're not good in bowls. The Pac twelve <laughs> every year they're like at the at the lower end of this of this list. They're not good at anything.
1: Not what good at getting basketball games underway. Yeah, they're
2: not very good at anything. Six and eight on the SEC. I'm sure they played good teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, you play Baylor. Oh, watch I out! Mean, come on, watch come out! On. You play Baylor. That that flag was flying high. Oh, Baylor. And it was great because the wind was whipping that day. Usually, there's no wind. Did it take out your house again? No, but it was it was whipping. The wind was whipping, and that that thing was whipping. Does anybody in your neighborhood
1: like you?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Does anybody... I, I don't know
3: enough people in my neighborhood to see if anybody likes me. Like how many people in your neighborhood are aware of a what Baylor is and are like, "Oh, they must have played a football game today." Spe- uh specifically the guy next door who flies his Oklahoma Oh, flight. that's right. I forgot there's a yeah. you got a weird Big 12 section. I got section. a Big
2: 12 section on the right side. Other than that, probably nobody would know what that means. <laughs> I would think nobody. <laughs> the the people across the street are sports fans? but they might not even know why it's flying on a certain day. It only flies on football and NCAA tournament game. Yeah. Like when, I, like when they played TJ Oslipur the other night, like, ah, get the flag out. TJ's undefeated. We got to get that guy. No, get we don't do that. Out. We're not
3: weird. <laughs> it's not like we're weird. What do you think? All right. I'm just going to read this tweet from Andrew Lopez. Um, the Pelicans say Zion Williamson has been doing his rehab away from the team. He is still under supervision of the team. Sources say the Pelicans arrange for transportation out of New Orleans for Williamson. Further updates on Zion status are expected in the next few weeks. We've done this like once a month now where we get an update on Zion Williamson and it never sounds good. Like it's never one where you're like, oh, he's close. He might be coming back. I've asked you the question. I've asked the question about, like, is he ever – he played 62 games last year, and, like, that's probably going to be his career high. Is he going to play ever again? Are we going to get 62 total games the rest of his career? Well, I mean, was he a Duke? Why does he leave? That part
2: I don't get. I mean, did he have – is he like Jack Eichel and he had some surgery where he has to be around his doctors? I I mean, if they say he's rehabbing and and they've got – you're you're employing people to go watch him? Just – None of that makes sense. Do you it's remember very the, first, bizarre.
3: the first update on this saga during the offseason when they said they expect him to be ready for the regular yeah. season? Yeah. It's January, and he left the team to go Yeah, rehab. he left the team. That means you're not, you are not. can't be anywhere close if you're leaving the team. I just, listen, we've seen like, what have we seen, like 70, 80 games from Zion Williamson or yeah. something like that. Dude's fun to watch. He's just a bowling yeah. ball. He just yeah. goes to the rim. You can't stop him. I'm I'm disappointed that we might not get to see an actual right. like career of Zion Williamson. Because right. he'd be he'd be a ton of fun. And we're listen, it's already been talked about a lot with Zion, but we're getting really close here to the Kevin Durant, Greg Oden situation where John ja Morant yes. goes second. John ja Morant's probably not gonna be Kevin Durant, but where you have Greg a,
2: Oden would have been great to watch. Right. But you have a, been fun you watch. have
3: a clear star player that goes two behind a big guy that went one and that big guy just right. never plays, just doesn't get on the court. Yeah, great question. Yeah, again, great question. Derrick Henry has returned to practice for the Titans. Uh, might play this week, but more most, more likely this is about the playoffs. Does this change the way you view the Titans' Super Bowl
2: hopes? No. I still think there's potentially three or four teams better than the Titans, especially if he's coming off an injury.
3: I do, too. I think the, the main difference that Derrick Henry gives you is that He is the running back, and we've seen it, where he can take what would be a 15-yard run and turn it into a 62-yard touchdown. If
2: he can now. Yeah,
3: he and like now Jonathan Taylor are like the two guys that do that on a somewhat regular basis. The health is the big question there, but if you get into a playoff game, and if we think, like we talked about yesterday, we both think the Titans are whatever, the fourth-best team, fifth-best team in the AFC, but I don't think any of those teams are significantly better. I don't think Cincinnati is... So much better than Tennessee. No, but I think they're Buffalo. better. But I think it's close enough that if I told you, hey, Derrick Henry turned a 15-yard carry into a 62-yard touchdown, that could be the single play that's enough to win a playoff. True. Game. That you know, hey, they would have lost 24-21, but Derrick Henry ripped yeah. that off and they win 27-24. Like that's.
2: I don't know why I'm not. I'm, I don't know why I'm. It has nothing to do with Derrick Henry. I don't know why I'm such a non-believer. In yeah, that. it's
3: it's. They're just they're not that good. Like yeah. if you look at like DVOA. They're, I think they're not even top 15 in the NFL this year. I'll, I'll look that up in the break. Dude, wow. to double check that. But I don't think... They're closer to the Raiders than they are Buffalo the or, or, or the Buffalo. teams in the top of the AFC. Like, they haven't had, like, a great season. Now, they've had the... I think they still have had the most injuries of any team in the league. And they're getting healthier for the postseason. So that a little bit of a caveat when you lose... Because they didn't just lose Henry and A.J. Brown. They lost a ton of guys all over the place. So... A little bit of a caveat to see. yeah, of course you're going to suck when you lose half your right. starters, but there's still no reason to think they're actually good or actually the number one team. All right, coming up next, we're going to get into Major League Baseball because, Ed, I don't, I don't think we're going to get a season that starts on time.
0: We're back to the Press Box with Grady and Bischoff, live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios.
3: You think Antonio Brown is a pretty good source? A source? So,
2: I don't know. Is he going to break a story? Well, he's breaking a story, about, breaking his a story. about his own broken yeah. yeah,
3: so, okay. Antonio, Antonio Brown doesn't deserve any benefit of the doubt, but I think I believe him. If you missed it yesterday, Antonio Brown or last night, he put out a very, very long statement about the Buccaneers. And in that statement... He essentially accused Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for trying to make him play through an injury. His attorney even went on a Twitter thread last night where they're talking about, hey, there's an MRI, and it clearly shows there is, like, broken bone fragments loose in his ankle and that it is a ligament that is torn away from the bone and that Antonio Brown, he's having ankle surgery, by the way, But that the Buccaneers were going to make Antonio Brown play through that pain. And according to Antonio Brown, during the game against the Jets, Bruce Arians told him to get in the game. Antonio Brown said, I can't referring to his ankle that he was hurt. And Bruce Arians eventually said, well, if you can't get out of here, you're gone. You're done. Again, Antonio Brown has to be the least reliable source of information.
2: (laughs) But I think I believe him. Well, I think I believe him about the ankle. Um, do I believe that Bruce Arians said Bruce Arians said get off the field or go in the locker room? Yeah, in the middle of a game, and he's trying to coach a game, and he's got the headset on. All these things are going on, and, and Tony Brown says I'm not going in. Pulls the Chris Wood and says I'm not getting off the bench, <laughs> and uh, and and Bruce Arians really said get out of
1: here. Okay, Bruce Arians is coaching a game, and you go up to him and be like I, I don't I don't want to go. I think. I think you said it way nicer than he did. I think there were a couple mfers. Get the bleep away from me. I, away from me. Yeah. Like, Do you think I, he
2: said, "Go to the locker room"?
1: Go to the locker room if you need to go. Like, just get get. I, I'm trying to coach game here. Like, I think he treated him like a toddler.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe I I agree. I agree with Tyler. I I think. I don't think that. I don't look. I don't know who the attorney is. But I'd have a hard time believing an attorney coming out and saying and going out of his way to say, we have an MRI and he's got bone fragments in his ankle. Right. Why, if you're the attorney, would you put yourself out there? Right. It's one thing that your client is not reliable, which he isn't in any form. But if you're the attorney, you're going to come out and lie about an MRI that says he's got a broken ankle and he's going to have surgery? That makes absolutely no sense. So I believe the ankle part. Yeah. I'm, And like Jared said, I'm not sure where Arians went when the guy said, I'm not going in the game. Did he tell his position coach? Yeah, I don't know. He told Mike Evans, and Mike (laughs) Evans had to relay the message. (laughs) He told Brady,
3: "Uh, listen, AB's not going in. So it's, I don't know, it's fascinating because I think I believe Antonio Brown, but I also don't think that guy deserves any benefit of the doubt, and it's perfectly fair to dismiss pretty much everything Antonio Brown says and just says, yeah, whatever, dude, and, and ignore it, but I think I believe him, which would make the Buccaneers look really bad as an organization. If they're they're aware that he had this MRI and that he has a broken bone and a ligament torn from the bone and they were still trying to force him to play through it when he didn't want to, you you look pretty brutal as an organization if that is in fact true. Now, again, I don't know how true that is. The other interesting part about Antonio – well, there's lots of interesting parts. But one of the other interesting parts about Antonio Brown – in his long statement, he basically ended it saying business is booming, but basically saying he's <laughs> with a lot of exclamation points. He's looking forward to next year. Like Antonio Brown wants to play football again next year. He's going to have ankle surgery, so not going to be able to play us, presumably, again this year. And he's ready to, he wants to play again next season. We've had this conversation a little bit. Is well, anybody giving Antonio Brown a chance? I mean, what if
2: you, what if you couch it with you believe what he's saying? Now, yeah. you still don't want the guy walking off taking the shirt off and, like, being a complete nut job in terms of that sense. But do you, what if people believe—what What if he proves the ankle surgery, which, right. again, doctors aren't going to lie. If he has the ankle surgery, we know he's, he's going to have the ankle surgery. The lawyers and doctors are not putting themselves he out fi- there. He
3: finds a doctor to yeah. do a fake
2: well, ankle
1: surgery? I mean, he did the oh. vax card. <laughs> Maybe it's the same guy. Yeah, no, he he, he calls his former personal chef. Yeah. Who sued him? Yes. Said, goes, can, can you give me a fake
2: MRI? So, Yeah. I still think he's good enough, and he's really, really good, to where a, te- a team could say, well, he did have an ankle problem. We're not going to get into Bruce Arians. We're not going to have that fight or that battle. But he had an ankle injury, and he didn't want to play through it, so we're going to take him. What I haven't been able to determine, because I've listened to Bruce Arians a couple times now on sound bites is he still on the team? Like, I don't... Yes, but okay. no. He's not yeah, on the team, the way Bruce Arians but... talks, he'll never be on the team again, but I, have they officially they have put in papers him. To release him?
3: No, he has not been released, which is...
2: Well, they're trying to mess with him then because they don't want someone else to get him.
3: I mean, okay, if he's having ankle surgery, I assume that means he's not going to be able to play again this year, which would eliminate the chance that he plays for an NFL team. But if the Buccaneers are not releasing him because they're afraid he was going to sign with the Green Bay Packers and they were going to have to beat Antonio Brown and the Packers in the playoffs... Get out of here. Yeah. Like, you kidding me? You, if you're done with the guy, you're done with the right. guy. And uh, if you think he's that much of a problem, then you should want him to go to Green Bay because you think he'll wreck Green Bay too, right? That'd be the most ridiculous thing. Now, the way Adam Schefter worded his original tweet was they are working with the NFL. The Bucks are working with the NFL to figure out the right way to do this. So I do wonder if any of that release or non-release, I should say, has to do with the ankle injury. Like I do wonder if there's hey do we want to release this guy and then it's like like the the
2: NFLPA yeah and it's like oh we
3: released him and it was because an ankle injury and he we wouldn't play he wouldn't play when we were trying to make him play and all of a sudden it's like hey you cut a guy because he got hurt and
2: then you've got issues with the players' right
3: so I do wonder if that might be the reason that he didn't officially get released Um, but yeah I again doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Don't know you can dismiss everything he says, but I kind of believe Antonio Brown right now, which is a weird place to be. It's a weird place when the last two days I've somehow defended Aaron Rodgers and, <laughs> and Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Oh, yeah. I don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I don't like
2: this. I don't know if we're gonna talk about it. You saw what Aaron Rodgers said about the uh, report.
3: Called him an absolute bum. An absolute bum. Not I don't just a bum. I've an never absolute bum. Which is great. Yeah.
2: See, oh, God. See, I don't. And Dan Wetzel tweeted what I said. This, again, goes back to the premise that why are writers voting on these awards? Why are they voting on the Hall of Fame? Why are they voting on MVPs, guys who've never played a down in, uh, uh, at that level or maybe a down at any level?
3: Everything the writer just, Hub, Arkash, Arkush, I can't remember his Hub last Ar-Kish. name. Harkish, Arkish. Everything he said, I don't think he's wrong in terms of Aaron Rodgers has been a moron and Aaron Rodgers has been a whatever, a distraction and all that. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has had two incidents this year where you're like, what the hell is this guy doing, right? Off-season where he's just not there, not talking to anybody and then in-season, well, I did, I kind of lied but didn't lie about being vaccinated. But none of that matters about who you're voting for MVP. None of no, that's relevant. No, way it shouldn't to, be relevant. Especially when they're the one seed and the dude's got yeah. the best uh, per play stats. Yeah. He doesn't have the best counting stats, but he's got the best per play stats. In the NFL. It's like, okay, sure, he was a distraction and the Packers are the ones. He shocked me a little in that I thought he would have just said,
2: don't know the guy, don't care. Like, I, I didn't. I'm glad he went after him because I thought it was funny, but did, did that <sighs> surprise you? I thought he was going to pull the old, hey, you know, he can think what he wants. He's, he's got his own, it's for his prerogative thinking what he wants. I don't know him. I've never met him. So, very what am Dana I, what White say? of him. Oh, bleeping that out. <laughs> Kira, Kira would have been pushing that pushing this eight second delay like ten times. Well, really I mean you out. would be because
1: no, no one from on this side of the country can Kira, reach it. the delay. No, I, I so what you you're surprised he didn't fully Derek Carr it?
2: Not fully Derek Carr, but the bum thing surprised me. That 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 did. I mean it, it surprised me that he would say that. I I have no problem with it if that's what he thinks the guy is in terms of and it was a stupid statement to say this is why I'm not voting for him. But I just thought he'd play it more down the line of, I don't know this guy. I've never met this guy. Why would I comment on him?
3: Yeah. Coming up next, we talk to another absolute bum, Darren Millard.
0: This is the VGK Update with Darren Millard.
3: Good morning, Darren.
0: How Hello, are Darren?
3: You? Hello, Maroon. How I, are you? I called you an absolute bum like three minutes ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm fine. It's it's entertainment. It's, it's sports talk radio.
3: It happens. One of the nicer things you've been called, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it's good. All right. Is there anything Ryan Reeves can do tonight to get booed?
0: Uh, yeah, he can. He can take a run at somebody and and and, and do something illegal. I feel sure. like I feel like he'd still Absolutely. get a Reeves
3: chant. We'd still hear Reeves if he does that.
0: No, oh, he'll he'll be acknowledged, and and the people love him, and for good reason. Uh, he was a great Vegas Golden Knight, and uh, there's there's nothing wrong with with people supporting and and uh, embracing people uh, who come back uh, to the rink. I, I think it's 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 a sign that you've got some history. I like guess it's, it's another page in the, in the uh, evolution of of the Vegas Golden Knight. So uh, I, I, I'm fully on board with uh, with uh, all the love and. And the supports and the acknowledgement of uh, these uh, Mike Kelly and Jar Glant and, and Ryan Reeves and then on the weekend with with, with Marc Andre Fleury. But uh, but really once once the game starts and after the tributes, it's it's going to turn into uh, or a significant game for for two points. And if Ryan Reeves does something that that is Reeves ish in, in the sense of uh, of being physical because he's not a dirty player. But he's if he's physical and and he hits somebody, then then people are gonna uh, have to support their their home team, and I think they will.
2: I don't know. We were talking before really? you came. Well, we were talking before you came on. Now, If it's so he makes a run at that'd be kind of funny, but uh, you know, or yeah. someone like that. If it's half the team that nobody even knows who these people are at this point, it's like yeah. So it's uh, a Mario, a medio. You, you got that guy. It's not that big a deal. I think it might mean. I think it might make some a difference to where who he'd make the run at and who he'd put down.
0: And, and and if it's yeah, close to the line, is it um, is it uh, cause an injury? Uh, like there's there's right. a few things, but if it's just a, a flat out good hit, yeah, I could see, I could see some uh, some people laughing and, 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 and cheering, uh, right. ag- acknowledging it because it's Ryan Reeves. Um, but and, but that, that has to be the first period too. Because uh, I think honestly, by by the second period, uh, it just it it does become a, a game.
3: Uh, first shift, I have to imagine Gerard Gallant's going to start Ryan Reeves. Does he fight somebody on the opening face-off?
0: Uh, I would say no, oh, but come on. stranger things have happened.
3: That's not even that strange.
0: Uh, well, it it would be like Ed and I having a fight. It would be more like a tickle fight because yeah. there would be, no, be no animosity in it. It would just be for show, and, and Ed and I are not uh, That's true. Uh, above true doing things for show, like we, we talk about buying chickens. Uh, we, we, we've gone down that path of, of putting on a good show, but uh, uh, I, I don't think that there'd be much uh, real uh, hatred or uh, feistiness say, in a fight right off the, the face-off because he, he was a good teammate. People, His teammates really like him, so who, who's he going to fight where it's going to be legitimately worth it? And the other part is, does, does he want to then go... In the, in the penalty box uh, for five minutes to start the game in his return, probably not. He wants to, if he's gonna if he's gonna scrap, um, let's see uh, let's see if it's uh, if it's worth it in response to something that if 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 a ranger goes down uh, because of uh, a perceived uh, uh, illegal act, then then uh, yeah, he's gonna jump in there. He's gonna do his thing, but I don't think I don't think he fights off face off. But I won't uh, lie. I've thought about. What if it happens?
3: It has to. Oh, yeah. It has to. Listen, listen, Darren. He's playing 10 minutes a night. It's not like if they miss him for five minutes in the first period, it's going to devastate the Rangers.
0: But but here's a, here, here's the thing. If he fights, uh, I guess off the opening face off he'd be back because the the tribute happens at the first TV timeout
1: oh the
3: tribute while yes, he's in the box that, that would be, that be, awesome. be the best that'd be awesome
0: does he can he oh.
3: can he step out of the box to wave to the crowd is that allowed <laughs> or are you locked in there until <laughs> the time runs out
0: generally no uh you're not allowed out but I could see in this case, that the officials are standing there. They'd be like, okay, come on. Uh, take, you got that take, man take who opens out. and
2: closes the door yes, in the blue that, jacket. That guy. By
0: the way, that's that's what I'm doing in my retirement. And uh, uh, Ed, I'll let you pick the home team or the visiting team. But you and I, yes. when, when we, when we walk into retirement, are yeah. going to be the penalty box. Yes, uh, open and close and, doors for people. Yeah, It'd be amazing. You know, what? And we, get the, we, we get the, we get the nice, cool NHL Blazers. That'd be nice. Uh, that'd, be nice. that'd be cool.
3: What I enjoyed, uh, last game when Jonathan Marchessault was angry and went to the box and he slammed the door, and it didn't actually shut, so the poor uh, attendant had to then push the door shut while Jonathan Marchessault was cussing at the referee.
0: This this will be way before your time, Tyler, but uh, when Doug Gilmore played for the Montreal Canadiens, he did that exact same thing at, at the Bell Center, went in there and slammed Google it, because it's one of the great moments in, in penalty box history. Uh, he goes to the penalty box and he does that exact thing and slams it and the glass shatters. Oh. And, just, and, and but, but but the best part is, uh, Tuggy's reaction is he just stand he, he sat down like nothing happened. Like, just <laughs> but, but you could you could read his mind going, Oh crap. Oh I uh, got it.
3: I got it pulled up. It's great. Yep. Head yeah. down, not paying attention at all, pretending like it didn't like, happen.
0: Didn't didn't happen at all. And the whole guy and, and when, when Marshall did that the other day, I thought, Oh, don't because you could, and, and uh, you bringing that up is, is funny because uh, I was watching it and I thought that's the fastest any linesman has ever skated. After Marceau took the penalty and he and he, uh, skated towards the referee, the, the, the linesman just took off like, Oh no, he's he's going to go after the referee, and uh, Marceau uh, was uh, veteran enough that he wasn't going to do anything like that. But it was pretty, it was pretty funny.
2: You've seen from last year's playoffs the uh, video gif, whatever you want to call it, of McPhee uh, storming off his chair and screaming, and yeah. Kelly McCrimmon just looking straight ahead. Yeah, is that George McPhee when the Gerard Gallant video goes up?
0: <laughs> no, I, 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 don't. Are you I sure? Think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot uh, is, 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 is Gerard Gallant. You you can't uh, dispute how much he did, and and is part of the the the, the franchise from just from a success standpoint and then a uh, money standpoint, like uh, you, you got four rounds of the playoffs that year. Um, uh, this, the, you, you set the course uh, for this team uh, to, to have incredible uh, opportunities to challenge for the Stanley Cup in the first four years, which you know, look at this, what the Seattle Kraken are going through right now. Uh, and, and think like that, that should have been Vegas in a lot of cases. And, and, and George and Kelly uh, had a big part in, in putting this roster together. But uh, Gerard Glant was, was the guy that, that uh, handled the reins uh, at ice level. And I, I think that uh, being career hockey people uh, that, that, that uh, George and Kelly are, and in this case uh, the question asked of George, I, I think that there's uh, uh, respect for, for, what, uh, for what Gerard's doing. And, and, and then bring a team that's challenging for first place. Uh, taking over the New York Rangers. There's, uh, there's respect there. So it's, it's, it's one moment. I, I think that people uh, make a little bit more out of, uh, 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 it's, it's 35, 40 seconds. And then we move on.
3: Darren Millard with us from the VGK insider show, Logan Thompson, does he deserve a shot at being an NHL level goalie? And will that have to happen outside of Vegas?
0: Well, you're rushing things along because a couple of years ago he was in Canadian college, uh, and I
3: Darren, him- it's 2022. We're not worried about a couple of years ago. Come on,
0: I know, Come on. I know, I know. I talked to Logan about this yesterday, and it's a meteoric rise. It's an amazing story, but uh, and and while he's days away from uh, from turning 25, I think that there's still uh, uh, some some learning that that has to happen uh, to, to get there, to become uh, a, a national hockey. Like, he wants it. He he, he wanted it in the summer uh, before when, when Marc Andre was traded and Versoix was brought in. He, he wanted it then. Uh, he wants it now, and he wants it next week. But uh, but in reflection, he realized he wasn't ready in the trading camp after uh, facing uh, some, some national hockey league like, preseason time. And uh, I think he'll he'll go uh, and and look at his uh, performance and, and the pace and everything that goes into what he did against Nashville and and want to make some some adjustments there. Uh, he's a good goaltender. He's very athletic and and he doesn't lack confidence. And I love that about him. Uh, not cocky, but he just he believes so much in his own ability. Uh, I, I think he's got uh, everything to be an NHL goaltender. He just needs uh, uh, some time right now. He, he's not. He's not ready to be the starter. Stranger things have happened, but uh, uh, Robin Leonard and Laurent Boursois are these uh, this team's goalies.
2: All right. Uh, predicting way in the future, because we saw McCrimmon's uh, quotes about Jack Eichel. If and when it comes to that, your, your opinion. They make sure someone's on L- uh, LTIR uh, just to save the cap and not have to trade anyone, or they just play people when they're ready, and they say, you know what, it is what it is. We'll have to move somebody, if not two people.
0: I think it is what it is. Because to, to you, you can't fudge it, uh, Ed. Because players want to play. Like the Kucherov, I know we all laugh about the Kucherov uh, thing thing last year in Santa but but Kucherov isn't isn't missing significant time in the National Hockey League just for cap purposes. His agent isn't letting that happen. The guy wants to play. He wants to put up career numbers, and he's not going to sit there and just do nothing for the sake of of uh, Potentially, because the odds of, of winning it all last year were still low. Uh, he, he's not doing all that, so I, I, I think that uh, that it is what it is. Uh, players uh, are just going to have to uh, uh, abide by uh, all rules, uh, as, as well as the Vegas Gold Knights, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But. Based on, like, nobody expects Patriotty to be out indefinitely. Um, who, who knows? Uh, absolutely. Who knows what, what happens? I thought it was interesting what Kelly said about, uh, like, Jack's going to look like he's ready and, and he's going to look like he's, 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 uh, imminently, uh, able to play. But, uh, but the doctors are going to have to hold him off until, 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 contact. So, uh, we'll, we'll go through that in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait for him to, to get into the city. This is, what are, what are we, uh, January 6th, uh, right. uh, today? Um, uh, it 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 won't be too much longer before before we see him in a round.
3: Sounds like a that Kelly McCrimmon quote sounds like a good reason to hold him out until the playoffs start. Doctors have cleared him for contact.
0: Yeah, the, uh, playoffs are a long ways away, and Jack wants to play. So, Doctors got to clear uh, him. Yeah, but but uh, Hippocratic oath.
2: Nah, it'd be weird if he missed like the last game on a Wednesday and they started on Friday and said he's cleared.
0: Yeah, good to go.
2: That'd be weird. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, extra that one. extra forty eight hours it helped did. him with the contact it
3: situation. It did. He was close. All right. He's Darren Millard from the VGK Insider Show. Darren, thank you so much. You absolute bum. Thank you, buddy.
2: How
0: about how about this though? This is the best regular season stretch in Las Vegas fans history in professional sports. Like these two Vegas games and then the Raider game, this is cool.
2: Oh, Will there be weirdos crying on Saturday night in the stands? You have to believe that, right? Oh, There'll yeah. There'll be weirdos crying.
0: I wouldn't call them weirdos, but I would, oh, I would, I would, I would come uh, on. And the they're, weird called, fascination. they're called listeners.
2: Yeah, the Ed. weird fascination with
1: that guy is over the top. Man. And they're listeners. Come on. Is it awesome? They're listeners, it, Ed.
0: It is, it is extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yes. just yeah. have, That's a word yeah.
1: for it. <laughs> All
0: right. Get out of here, Darren. See you, Darren. Yeah. Take care.
3: All right. We got a pair of tickets. If you want to go watch the Golden Knights take on the Toronto May Maple Leafs on January 11th. Hopefully that game gets played. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. 702-364-1100. We will take caller number 11 at 702-364-1100. We'll get a pair of tickets to the Golden Knights. Take on the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas.
2: Can we just call people bums now? Oh,
3: come on, Aaron Rodgers. Why you got to be funny after being an ass for the entire year.
1: <laughs>
2: Let's just call people
1: bums. I genuinely am confused that like Tom Brady has come out as the, like the guy who doesn't eat strawberries and is afraid of certain foods has come out as like, I mean, he's making more sense than you are dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go call Joe Rogan.
3: And what do you think of the Bengals decision to not play Joe Burrow this week?
2: I mean, I don't usually have a problem with this. this. Is like opting out as college kids. If Joe Burrow doesn't want to play and they want to rest him for the playoffs, I'm. You can tell me now where can they fall on the on the seeds.
3: They could. They could still get the one. Now it requires it Houston Look. beating Tennessee and right. Denver beating Kansas City, but they still can get the one. But they can fall anywhere. They can fall one to four, so they could be the two, the three, or the four. Meaning, if they don't play Burrow and Mixon, and Mixon's they lose, not playing anyway because yeah. he has COVID. Mixon got COVID, COVID and he's out. out. But like, they don't play Burrow. Mixon's out. They lose the game uh, this weekend to Cleveland, and they fall to the four. Then, uh, conceivably, that's a harder path, right? You could sure. be like, if you, re- you seed, you get, to, you have to. Well, well,
2: again, maybe you want the four because you get to
3: go to Tennessee. Well, but that's the thing: <laughs> if you're Cincinnati and you can still get the one or the two, that's potentially two home games, right? Yeah, it's two. It's two home games. If you're the one seed, potentially, you get, unless you're you got the you got to win a game. You win if, a game because if the you're won. the one seed, you get a buy, and then if as long as you win, you get you're a home, home game until the Super Bowl. If you're the two seed, you'd play in the first round with the home game, and then no matter what, you get a second game. Well, if you win, no matter who advances, right. you're still playing a home game in the second round. So if you're the one or the two, you get two home games. If you're the three or the four, you're only guaranteed one home game. So I just I, that's what you're playing for. I still think I agree with their decision not to play Joe Burrow because like we talked about with the Raiders yesterday, the same I think is true on the Cincinnati side, on the teams that are going to be in the top four. You don't know where anybody's going to be seated in the bottom five. The Raiders can still be five, six or seven, right? Like New England can be, I think, five or six, right? Buffalo could fall down there. The Colts could be there and the Chargers could be there and still the Steelers could somehow be there like you and you don't know where they're going to fall. So like... You could end up the four seed playing the Raiders, yeah. Right. Well, you just destroyed here to lead. Right. Meanwhile, somehow the the three seed could be playing the Patriots. Right. So, I think I I think I like it for the standpoint that there's nothing really set, and it could be very weird matchups that are. Hey, it might not be the worst thing in the world to have a slightly worse seed than you know having the and maybe having that one more home game along the way.
2: I just know before they kick off at Allegiant on Sunday, you'll know where the Raiders would fall.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's listen.
2: You know where you know exactly where they're going. If they win,
3: we we've joked a lot about the idea that they could tie each other and get into the playoffs. As long as just please give us a Colts win over the Jacks. As long as we (laughs) get that Colts win over the Jacks, then we will know Sunday night football where they're going. We'll know every scenario. Right. And this or every seed except for one, and we will know Chargers Raiders are winner going goes here, loser goes home, right. and that's going to be one of the best setups that yeah. we've ever had for a regular season game. Yeah. Again, just beat the Jags Colts, and we're good to go. Like that'll set this up pretty well. If they lose, then somehow the Raiders are going to be clinched already, and they're going to rest Derek Carr. Yes. Like, ah, hello clinched. Marcus, Carr's out. Marcus, they yeah, need him to run. They hello, need Yeah, right. he's getting rested too, but. It, it, in all seriousness, like this should be one of like the most fun regular season games mm-hmm. we've ever seen.
2: Well, I want it to mean everything, though. Right, right. Like, I don't want we, the oh, man. I want it to mean everything. You Where guys, we
3: have losers out, winner advances. Like absolutely, it could
1: be a ton of fun. You guys know that now. You've set it up the, to this level. It's going to be a boat race. Like it's literally jags. No, the like the chart. As oh. soon as it turns out, like winner is in. It's going to be like. All right, so it's 24 to 3. Oh, that's fine. I, that's fine. I mean, that sucks for an entertainment standpoint, but yeah. that's fine. Like cuz here's oh, the thing. I want, but I want
3: intense. Well, no, no. We do we do sports radio, Jared. If it's a winner take all game and the Raiders lose 38 to 3. Oh, Monday we're crushing them.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my whoa, god. Whoa, they're whoa, not whoa. making
3: it out of here alive. Now, 28, 28 the, to 9. They're
1: going to get a couple <laughs> field right. goals that's in right. there.
3: <laughs> and on the flip side, not that we don't do Charger Radio, but on the flip side, If the Raiders beat the Chargers, thirty-eight to three, Justin Herbert's a bum, and you don't want that guy (laughs) near your franchise.
1: If I if I were the college coach that coached him, I would no (laughs) longer be using him as a recruiting tool. Uh,
3: But as long as we have that, roll the dice, baby. Yes, roll the dice. As long as we have that scenario, it's. It's perfect because a, I think we're gonna get a good game. I think we're gonna get a, a pretty close. I mean, it might not come down to the final minute, but I think we're gonna. I mean, if Derek Carr's
1: in it, right, it will.
3: <laughs> but I think it's gonna be a fairly competitive game. But even if it's not, like, it's a great, it's a great scenario, a great setup to a wash and then b talk about because somebody's a bum.
2: Herbert for, and it's surprising he doesn't talk till Fridays. That always surprised me because usually quarterbacks early in the week just get it over with. Like Carr does his stuff on Wednesday. If you could tell me what I want more than anything this week. Well, I can't really say what I really want to uh, give flight to Buffalo. But the second, the, second, the second thing that I really want is Herbert at some point Friday during his, during his media availability say, Listen, it's we, not me. It's we, not me. This isn't about me. This is about we. <laughs>
3: All right. Slight subject change. Because I find this interesting. UNLV just announced they're hiring a new men's soccer coach bj craig the thing i find interesting about it is eric harper just got the full-time job to be the athletic director this week
2: so, was the
3: job open yeah it was rich ryerson finished it he okay had his last year and all that okay so like did eric harper have to wait until he got the full-time job to make a hire
2: probably because you know he didn't interview him in the last 24 hours
3: because yeah. it's, and it's been like a couple months since the soccer season ended like yeah. Probably could have made that higher right yeah. afterwards. So I, I I find that interesting. He was interviewing
2: people, maybe he had a good good uh, good idea he was getting a full time job. Maybe. But he's out there interviewing coaches. Yeah.
3: So I, I don't know. I find that timing interesting that, yeah, I highly I doubt mean, he got the job on Monday and was like, yep, yeah start the soccer interviews. Let's get it done.
1: This does kind of feel like uh, me becoming program director and then all of a sudden the press box is as many hours as they want, four days a week. <laughs> 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 we'll take one. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, hey, buddy, I got the job. <laughs> You're good. Yeah,
3: I think the, B.J. Craig's the guy that got hired. I Let's see, is it Oregon State the last four years? Was he just, like, told, yeah, you got the job if I get the job? Yeah. So he's just like, oh, I hope you get hired. He's
0: around.